What's up, y'all, and welcome to Marley the Podcast, where I use over a decade of experience in the health and fitness space to help you find what's gold and what's old so you can achieve all your health goals seamlessly. I've seen a handful of my own clients struggle with PCOS and their ability to lose weight and to reach their goals before coming to coach with me. And this episode is going to be talking about what the first 90 days of coaching are going to look like, because a lot of times when you go to your doctor and you are diagnosed with something like PCOS, there's only a couple options they give you. One is birth control. And two is being put on medication to regulate your PCOS, but this doesn't actually help you figure out a solution to understanding your body on a deeper level and being able to work with it instead of against it. And I know this was the case for a client that signed on with me last week. She had been struggling with her weight for six years. She just got diagnosed with PCOS in the last year. And she didn't understand why she felt like no matter what she did in terms of movement or nutrition or how closely she followed her macros, shit just wasn't working anymore. And the things that used to work for her in terms of reaching her goals stopped working. So I'm going to talk about what the protocol looks like for a client that has PCOS, because I want you to have hope that there are things out there that can help you and your body and understanding it so that you can get to all the goals that you set for yourself. And there are a few things that mark PCOS. You do not have to have cysts that are active to actually be diagnosed with PCOS. The two can be independent of one another. And a lot of times we notice that we have irregular or infrequent periods. It can be due to stress, a lot of inflammation, poor insulin sensitivity. It can be marked by having unwanted body hair or facial hair. And there is a slight genetic component that is set off by poor diet, stress, sleep, or all of the above. So one of the biggest things that I like to tackle with my clients is to really get down the rest and reset portion, because that is going to be crucial before we dive into any sort of nutrition, before we dive into any sort of anti-inflammatory period, we want to make sure that we can manage life stressors and our body is not in that constant fight or flight that it's been in for years. So there are a few ways that we do this. And I know you're going to roll your eyes and be like, how am I going to pull back on training and see results? But one of the biggest things that we do is pull back on training for a couple weeks. That means no training at all, no hit, no cardio. We're still going to focus on steps and we're still going to set eight to 10,000 steps a day as a goal. And the way we're going to help reach this is by waking up in the morning, going for a walk before you even eat, because this really fires up your parasympathetic nervous system. So instead of waking up, getting on your phone, checking emails, checking Instagram, you're going to go for a walk and you're really going to help manage stress. This is something that is going to be really beneficial for your body and your body's response to nutrition down the road. And the next thing we want to focus on is to make sure that we're getting in a solid breakfast. I know a lot of times you wake up, you're not hungry, you don't want to eat, but really starting off your day with a solid breakfast 
after your walk is something that's going to be huge. We're going to follow the Mediterranean style diet and I'll dive into what that looks like specifically. And sleep is going to be a huge component here too, because we want to make sure that we are establishing a better relaxation protocol before we go to bed. And I'm not talking about Netflix and I'm not talking about doom scrolling on Instagram or going on Facebook. It's really making sure that you have a specific technology cutoff time, which I go to bed at 10. So I set mine for 8 PM. And this is what I help my clients figure out because we want to do it a couple hours before you are going to bed. So say you go to bed at nine, your technology cutoff time would be at seven. That means no more working, no more scrolling, no TV, and really get into more restorative practices. This can look like journaling. It can look like meditation, yoga, stretching, things that really will help calm your mind so that you can get that restful night's sleep. And the second part of what I do with clients is called an anti-inflammatory phase. It has a lot to do with the foods we're eating, but also the quantity of that food. It's gonna be really light on protein. It's gonna be heavier on carbs and your fats are gonna be pretty substantial because we wanna make sure that we're getting in a lot of variety here with fruits and veggies, lots of fiber, whole grains. During this period, we're gonna avoid things like caffeine, artificial sweeteners, dairy, gluten, alcohol, because these all are known to cause inflammation. And if we're trying to go through an anti-inflammatory phase, we want to make sure that we are limiting and taking out foods that are going to keep us inflamed, right? So one of the biggest parts of this is to make sure that you are doing things that are also going to help you de-stress. So in addition to the diet, we're going to keep up those rest and de-stress components, which I like to have clients bi-weekly do something like a massage, a pedicure, do something that helps pamper you, that takes care of you, that's not work related. Because I know sometimes we think that, oh, I'm taking care of me, I'm working. That's, that's not it. We need to do something that is not stressful. Even if you don't feel stressed, doing those things like work, it is causing stress. So a big thing we want to do is focus on that Mediterranean diet. We want to focus on getting lots of healthy fats in avocado, coconut oil, higher fatty fish like trout and salmon. One thing we want to also incorporate is some teas. So you can do things like chamomile at night to help you get a better night's sleep. Dandelion is really good for your digestive system. Peppermint is great for your gut. This lasts anywhere between 10 to 14 days. So it's not a super long period, but it really is quite evident the result of what this looks like because you're gonna notice that even though we're not technically dieting, your body sheds inflammation and weight rapidly during this period, which is a telltale sign that you have been chronically inflamed. One of the last portions is the feed up portion. So as you saw, our protein was on the lower end. We had higher carbs. So we're going to switch things up a little bit. It's still going to follow that Mediterranean diet, but you want to make sure that your protein at is at about one gram per body weight. So for me, I'm 130 pounds. It would be 130 grams. Carbs are also going to be one gram per pound. So carbs would be at 130 grams too. And then fats are gonna make up like 35 to 40% of your caloric intake. We're still gonna be focusing on those anti-inflammatory foods and those healthy fats and omega-3s. So this is definitely a substantial part. And going through this cycle, 
There are a few supplements that will be added in depending on the type of PCOS you have. And depending on which type of PCOS you have specifically is really going to make a difference in terms of what kind of supplementation is needed because your body is going through something different depending on which one of these four you have. The first one makes up about 70% of PCOS cases and it's insulin resistant. The second one is post birth control. So you see this a lot in women who are cycling off birth control who have been on it for as long as they can remember. This is when a lot of signs and symptoms start happening. The third one is adrenal. So this is gonna be stress induced. The last one is inflammatory. So you see a lot of chronic internal inflammation that happens here. And the last two, there's no issues with insulin sensitivity, which is good. And that means some of the supplementation and some of the protocols will be just a little bit different to best suit that individual. So knowing what type you have is super important. And there's a couple different options you can take for being able to get further testing. And this is something like a Dutch chest. You can do hormonal testing through a coach like me who has access to more functional tests that you can't get done through the doctor. Because sometimes when you go to the doctor, the markers that they test for are not all of the markers that you need to see to have a bigger picture here. And what's best to do is 10 weeks after going through this specific protocol that I laid out is to retest your hormones, retest to see where some of those markers are for your PCOS. Because even though there's no magic tool and there's no magic diet or pill to fully get rid of PCOS, there's ways to manage it and to make your life 10 times better because you've taken the necessary steps to do so. So this is always the goal. And even when a client goes through this specific protocol, there are very specific things that I like to have them do to help manage this. So one of the first things would be making sure that you're having a diet full of fiber. And this is right around 25 to 30 grams a day. This helps stabilize blood sugars and insulin levels because as I mentioned, about 70% of us ladies have insulin resistant PCOS. So it'll help support a healthy gut microbiome, which can improve your symptoms. And the second thing I like to do is make sure that protein is had with every meal and snacks because it'll help you feel fuller and more satisfied. And it helps slow the absorption of sugar in the blood too. And the third thing would be limit foods with added sugar and processed carbs. So this can increase blood glucose levels way more rapidly than other foods, which can lead to more insulin production. And not only does it help keep your blood sugar and insulin levels under control, but it also helps to reduce inflammation. And as you heard, the whole first part of going through the first couple months of this protocol is to reduce inflammation and reduce stress, which causes inflammation. And then the fourth thing I do is to have clients keep carbs consistent over the course of the day. And I know that a lot of us have suppressed our carb intake over time, but we want to make sure that your blood sugar and insulin levels stay steady, which also prevents cravings and increase hunger. So I know a lot of times people always have these crazy, they're like, oh, I have these cravings all the time. Well, we wanna make sure that you're eating regularly and having carbs regularly to keep that blood glucose level stable and your insulin level stable at the same time. And then the fifth thing that I like to do is to include enough 
omega-3 fatty acids. So I like clients to pick fatty fish like salmon, trout, tuna two times per week, which helps meet that requirement. And then you can also include things like avocado, olive oil, nuts, and seeds. This will help get you there in addition to those fattier fish. And then the last thing, which I know that it is so hard for us to do, especially being in our 20s and 30s, or even older, because alcohol is such a prevalent part of daily life for a lot of people, is you want to make sure that if you have insulin-resistant PCOS, alcohol consumption can actually worsen that insulin resistance. So if you are going to consume alcohol, you want to make sure it's with a balanced meal that has plenty of protein, plenty of fiber, and plenty of fats to go with it. So this is just the very basics of what I take my clients through when they are starting out with me and they are diagnosed with PCOS. The program is always going to change and adapt and be tailored to that specific person based on what kind of PCOS they have and some other factors that could be going on, right? But I wanted to really give you hope that birth control and medication does not have to be your only solution to getting relief to PCOS. There are so many ways that you can navigate this journey and see results and see success, especially when it comes to weight loss. Because I know for so long you've been told that with PCOS, it's harder to lose weight and it's harder to manage, but there are possibilities out there. You just have to be willing to find them And my DMs are always open if you want to chat or get some answers to what's going on. Make sure to hit subscribe if you haven't already and head on over to my Instagram at Marley Rosano to check out even more helpful content.